0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life and I have with me today Mandy Elder. Hello Mandy, how are you doing? I'm good thank you. Um, So Mandy, if you could just um, introduce yourself, tell us about your groom journey, where you're at and your sort of experiences that you've been you've had previously.
1: So I'm Mandy Elder, I'm based in Fife. I'm a freelance groom who specialises in carriage driving I started competing and grooming when I was 12 years old and 20 something years on. Wow. I'm still travelling up and down the country, enjoying many drivers and horses and competitions.
0: Brilliant. So, what is um So, is it carriage driving mainly that your main experience is in?
1: Yes, I do do home care if you like when people are on holiday or away. Um, but most of my experience and what I've specialised in is different types of carriage driving over over that time
0: yeah so um so obviously you like you've just said you started quite young so what made you um start and what made you sort of progress sort of when you finished school um so there was a lady who moved up the hill from me who wanted somebody
1: to come out on her carriage and she taught me how to drive and um, we did a lot of showing at that point with the British Giant Society it then led on to a lady wanting me to groom for her team and what's termed as kind of combined driving, FEI driving, is what some people call it. Mm-hmm. So at 12 years old, I headed off um, to competitions at weekends with her, with our team of Shetland ponies, and competed up and down the country. I did a year at college, I needed a placement, and asked if I could go and join John Roger, who was a coachman in our area. Um, and when I left college, I became his head coaching groom um, and then continued in driving and became freelance and continued going up and down and competing in different aspects of driving.
0: Wow, amazing. So when you were at college, what was it that you were studying at college? Bitcoin
1: studies, um, HNC, um, but decided that being given head coaching groom position was something you don't turn away. It's, it's it's not a post that comes available, particularly for a female groom very often. Yeah. So I jump at the experience there and learn so much more, so much yeah. more there than I think I would have stayed in college.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think being hands-on, you definitely pick up things a lot more quickly, don't you? And, um, and getting uh, advice from other people and stuff as well, it's more valuable, isn't it?
1: Yeah. John was in his 70s when I worked for him and had been driving his sister and brother to school before he was old enough to go to school so you couldn't find anybody with as much experience as as he had gained over all his years
0: brilliant that's amazing and um so with like driving competitions what is could you like explain the prep going up to the competition and the competition itself like what are the judges looking for um and is it like a point system like how does it work
1: So for me, personally, being a freelance groom, I don't have a lot of the work to do at home. I normally turn up at the competition and everything's there. Showing everything's just to be immaculate. That's that's the side of it. The combined driving that I mainly do a lot more of, um, you do dressage, cones, marathon over two to three days, depending on the length of the competition. The workload's huge. You're looking after horses in a field, unless you're at an international event, you're turning up in a field and you're, you're building your stables off your lorry and you're, you're looking after horses in the field.
0: Mm. We
1: love it. We have lots of friends. Friends really are a great support at these events. We meet lots of different people, lots of different carriages. Mm. The scoring system for FEI combined is, is over the, the three disciplines, if you like. Grooms are a huge part of that. We we go into the dressage arena, we go into the cones arena, we go out on the marathon, we guide drivers around the course, and our responsibility is that those horses have to be looked after
0: mm-hmm. from the moment
1: we arrive to the moment that we either drop them off home or or really
0: camp. And is there points on like how the horses and the carriages turned out or is it just done on discipline? So in-
1: dressage there is a presentation mark which um, involves kind of the overall look of the horse there used to be standing presentation where everything was marked down and everything was checked um, and that we've kind of come away from that now it's just the overall judge's opinion as they drop down the center line now yeah Um, but grooms still like them to look immaculate for all three phases and if yeah. you're doing an FEI event where your your third day is the cones, it's quite difficult to get the mud off everything to go back into the arena for, for the for the cones on the Sunday.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, because um, the only experience that I've actually seen of driving competitions is when I volunteered at the Royal Windsor Show, um, and they had the cone course. i'm I'm afraid i don't know much about it so i'm I'm being a bit um naive about the whole um disciplines of it all but it was like they go far around those corners don't they yeah and a groom has to sit there now we're allowed to
1: talk in the cone so we can advise the driver on where to go but we're not allowed to walk the course we're having to learn how to learn the course from the sidelines which is a new skill for us but on the marathon day we're, we're going even faster we're balancing yeah. that carriage we're keeping that carriage on its on, on its wheels and they're going a lot faster than they do in the cones so yeah, yeah. come back battered and bruised
0: yeah yeah it, it's um it's uh, you you think there's no way that the, the distance of the cones you think there's no way a carriage is going to get through that but you do you just manage to squeeze through and you think oh my god um yeah i really really enjoyed watching it and um so with training i i guess i'm not sure of how much of the training you get involved but generally like how much training do the horses do to be up to sort of competition level
1: so one yard i do go into at home and um, shout out to diana lindsay um i have a wee bit of input with her training and her horses will come back into work very soon and they're worked six days a week um a lot of dressage training a lot of fitness training for the marathon Mm -hmm. our marathons have reduced by half but they still have to be able to get around you know 8k quite easily and get through all these obstacles Mm -hmm. and there's the suppleness and and they're doing quite high level of dressage to have a carriage attached to them as well yeah so the horses have to be real athletes real athletes and be able to do all three disciplines and even the horses in the show ring have to be able to trot around for quite a lot of time and and make it look elegant and and no they've just got to be quite fit as well and the coaching horses they're pulling a lot of weight so they have to be very good at getting the weight behind them and, and pushing in their collars
0: yeah definitely um so with the carriages um they're quite like small they're not like big um old-fashioned carriages are they they're quite small the 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 ones that they use for especially well the ones I saw in the cones and stuff it, that's what I'm referring to because that's the only experience I have so are they quite light those ones I'm assuming they are yeah,
1: yeah there is a weight limit um, for each, each class if you like um, mm. a minimum weight limit um but they've come a long way from when our sport started yeah um, and they are a lot lighter and um, most people though we have two carriages they have one for dressage and cones and um, where the wheels are, are set a bit wider um, and one for um marathons and um, where the wheels are a bit in and we've got more room for us grooms to kind of balance the carriage and jump around posts and things and mm. um, so a lot lighter than the, the, the coaching days but still in sticky horrible muds that we get at yeah. events it's still an effort for them
0: yeah yeah definitely because um is it prince philip that's quite into the driving community
1: prince philip really started our sport in the uk um and i, I against him many years ago oh wow um, so yes he's, he's he's been a huge influence and when he was still well enough he was coming and still stewarding um and certainly royal windsor was one of his his favorites being mm. being there and um, so huge influence um, yeah and great fun had
0: great brilliant fans. so you're still doing your freelance work so how i so how does that fit when you, if it's um if you're due for like to go to a competition and stuff, how do you fit your free?
1: Because I get to run my own diary, I can block it off. That's that's and um, we normally get the calendar kind of January, so I can work out who's perhaps wanting me and what events are on. Um, I book them in first because I know that's going to be the biggest block of time away, um, and then the rest is kind of for my groom work. Is you normally know, just morning and nights, so I can I can fit them in. Yeah, that's So
0: the thing about being freelance. And so do you work, like, full-time? Like, are you, like, Monday, like, all week, or...? Um, Not really, because I'm also a carer,
1: would you believe, at night. I do a few nights as a carer um, at night. So um, it depends who's on holiday and who's not on holiday. So yeah. I can run run both very well and still get away to competitions, which
0: yeah.
1: I think is, is quite a luxury compared to a lot of people. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Wow, so you're really busy then, aren't you? Jeez. <laughs> well, <laughs> so do you have your own horse? Do you drive and do your own horse?
1: I do. I have two horses that I've had since I was 15 years old, and they now go quite nicely as a tandem, which is one in front of the other, which mm. saves on time because I can get both out exercised at the same time. So that's, yeah. that yeah, that's great.
0: Oh, um, brilliant.
1: So yeah, they don't compete. They're they're getting a bit literally long in the tooth now, but it's it's good to. To be out and enjoying enjoying the home life really
0: yeah and um, just before we started recording you mentioned about being um, an ambassador for the British Groom Association is that right?
1: Yes I represent carriage driving it's, it's a field where we have a very small number of grooms that are employed. a lot of grooms are friends or family um, but it's it's quite tough when we're away from home for so many days and camping. Literally in trailers or caravans, mm. um, and a lot of policies that are introduced. We, we do things slightly different in the driving world because we compete with the horses, we're not just in the stables all the time. And um, so, I felt that uh, we needed to be represented, and somebody needed to speak up for them and
0: yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I rave about the British Groom Association a lot. Um, I've done a podcast about them, I blog for them. Um, so, uh, I think. There is so much on their um, website and the services that they offer, but like you say, sometimes um, it they just it needs to be shouted out a little bit more, like groom minds and things like that. So definitely, this like sector of, of the industry hundred percent needs to be like shouted out a bit. So, what would you say is the difference um, between say a, a groom and a driver groom?
1: I think what I've learned I mean I I must admit I've been pretty much in driving all my life but what I've meant is we're we're very involved and the work level is a lot higher Mm. when you're putting a team of horses together you've got over a hundred buckles in front of you and you need to know where everyone goes and the setting of everyone Mm. you're constantly helping the driver out you're there for the whole you're not allowed to talk in the dressage but you're helping school them before they go in the arena you're you're um They are balancing the carriage. I think one of the best examples is um, I was competing in national championships and and we had a tip up and our driver was trapped under the carriage. My fellow Graham Callum and I flew off the carriage, hit the deck. And our job was to get up and get those horses out. Yes, a lot of people came to help us. We got those horses out and and we had to leave our driver with the paramedics. And our job was to look after those horses for the two days because she went off to hospital. God.
0: So I think
1: that's a huge responsibility for anybody, and that's that's part of the job. Mm. And it wasn't till the horses were settled that we thought, "Are we hurt?" Because there has been grooms finish marathons, with broken limbs, and all sorts. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the job is that you look after the horses till you leave camp. Yeah, so I think that's slightly different from having you know one or two horses being prepared for show jumping, watching them jump round the ring. And then, you know, putting them back in the stables and looking after them. We have all that and we go with them, which I also find perhaps the best part of the job as well, that you're so included that it's it's you're not on the sidelines as such. You, you are there taking a huge, huge part in the sport
0: throughout. It's very so,
1: dangerous because <laughs> dangerous you're going with them as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely and um, so with the, the British Groom Association what sort of things do you do to sort of highlight the driving sector of the industry?
1: So we I set up a carriage grooms group and um, Facebook page so that the grooms can get in touch and speak to each other and um, I think the new they're wanting to bring a new legislation in British Groom Association regarding FEI grooms being registered in stables which is that's going to be a bit difficult for us because not all of the grooms are employed Mm. so it's just bringing them aware of things like that originally way back the insurance policy didn't cover you for competing whereas actually part of our job is that we have to compete so I think it's just small things like that that's easily overlooked but with creating the Facebook page it means that the grooms can all read the latest and and discuss it Um, and then I, I I'm take it forward to the British Grooms Association and say um, actually (laughs) this isn't going to work or thank you so much they've been amazing and with all the policy changes for the EU and things we've got one of our drivers heading out soon um, and I said to her to phone the British Grooms Association they were able to advise her straight away on all the registration for our groom who will be working out there
0: yeah yeah, definitely. And does the insurance? How does the insurance that um, the BGA offer? Does that cover you for, or do you have to have like a separate policy for carriage driving?
1: It covers us. Um, British carriage driving have their, you know, the drivers have their own insurance as well for liability and things. Mm. Um, but so far, we've we've established that it is covering us and covering us the groom's going abroad as well because that's been yeah. a huge thing yeah um, are they going to be insured when they, they leave this country so yeah that's the decision for us drivers it's all in place um, already which has been great
0: yeah definitely um and so what would you say are the sort of pros and cons um of being like a, a carriage driver a groom Obviously, we've talked about like that you're completely involved, you know, pretty much throughout the whole process, which is a, a great achievement. But are there any sort of good and bad points of the job?
1: I um, think the good points is we, we have a huge network of friends and we learn from each other and um, it's you become part of your driver's family really as well, which is great. We get to some great destinations, like you said, Royal Windsor. I mean, there's so many other beautiful estates and beautiful places we get away to. Um I think the negatives is is that it's very demanding because you're there for four days and if it's pouring down with rain, you're trying to keep things dry and yourself dry and the horses keep moving the rubber mat and off the stable floors, which is just grass, and it's it's demanding and, and a lot of heavy work. Yeah, you said the carriages are lighter, but loading these carriages and moving them around is still very physical. So uh, I think you've got to be physically fit. You can't you can't not be to do this job. Yeah. Um it's 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 very demanding
0: yeah yeah and long hours
1: very long hours
0: yeah yeah definitely I can imagine Um, especially when it's at competition I mean you basically sleep just to get through the next day don't you <laughs> it's like
1: yeah, get sleep. i mean i must say we do like to party but some of us we, we we're lucky if we get two hours and then we're up plaiting horses in the morning and scrubbing white legs and putting harness yeah. on and things. if your dress items is at eight o'clock in the morning you've got a lot of work to do before then
0: yeah yeah god i bet people dread having the first uh first class and having like being the first rider because they've got to get up the earliest.
1: <laughs> yeah, fortunately they normally put teams on a bit later in the days so we've got a bit more time to get good, yeah. more horses prepped to go out but yeah we try and let the novices uh, endure the early starts but if you're grooming for the novices then it is you're still going to be out there with the early starters
0: so. Yeah, yeah Definitely. Okay. So tell me, um, so I've asked everyone these questions on the podcast. So do you have any hacks that you do that you think other people um, would really um, benefit from? So it could be something around the yard. It could be how you turn out your horse. It could be anything at all, but something that you do, you think, oh, actually that might help someone else.
1: Oh goodness you put me on the spot. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing when you're away is never underestimate the amount of clothes that you actually need when you're away uh, yeah. make sure you've got plenty of waterproofs. Um, a lot of grooms come to my little caravan unfortunately I am one of the few car- grooms who can travel with their own accommodation and um, so my caravan's always full of random bits and bobs but I think one thing that carriage and grooms will always say is you need plenty of insulating tape so we we yeah. use insulating tape to fix harness to fix bandages to fix carriages so cable ties and and, and insulating tape yeah carriage and grooms should have insulating tape in the pocket all the time so that, and riders don't do
0: <laughs> and would you say that is your one so if you could choose just one item so it could be a grooming item it could be Um, a yard item or anything like that what's the one thing you could not live without
1: oh insulin tape yes yeah (laughs) Um, insulin even our quick releases have got a habit coming undone so insulin tape and them and bits bridles harness I fixed and got us through a lot of marathons just with taping things up yeah. I remember being asked to tape a bit of my car up to go home and when I got back to the mechanics they actually said to me goodness you're very good at taping things up because it took <laughs> forever to untape it yeah I think that demonstrates how much you, you you learn to tape things together and a knife we always carry knives knife when we're out on the course um, and yeah. and hook picks
0: as well. yeah very handy right so my quick fire questions they're only fun so don't worry so are you a night in or a night out no oh sorry you went a bit funny that's all right are you night in or night out
1: um night out because i haven't had one in a long time (laughs) yeah
0: um tea or coffee
1: oh tea all the time i'm known for having
0: tea literally all the time all the
1: time uh wellies or heels? Oh I do like heels when I go out but well he's lately have been my my fashion item literally for everything yeah
0: um sweet or savory um oh savory um book or film a film and what was the last time when what was the last film you watched
1: I actually can't remember that's really bad because I've been so busy working
0: (laughs) that's what everyone said when I've asked them (laughs) 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 um great so where can people find you on social media
1: so I am I'm Mandy Elder Fulance Equine Groom on Facebook um, if there's any carriage and grooms out there or any wannabe carriage and grooms um, we have a carriage grooms group which would be great to have some more people join us um, yeah. and continue the chat and in the small little world that we seem to live in in the driving world and what's the group called
0: carriage grooms group oh okay and are you on instagram or is it just facebook just facebook i don't have time there i think well brilliant thank you so much randy for talking to me i really appreciate it i've learned loads about um the driving carriage industry and i definitely think it's something needs to be highlighted so keep doing your work with the bga and and um get in the community winding a little bit great
1: thank you for having me
0: no problems at all so if you enjoyed this episode then please um screenshot and share on social media and tag both Mandy and I We really appreciate it. And I shall speak to you on the next episode. You so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you are on apple Podcasts, please would you subscribe and leave me a review i really really appreciate it if you want to find me on my social media i am on instagram under cobs equine shop underscore services and on facebook i am cobs equine shop and services thank you so much and i'll speak to you next time listening to this episode, I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is crops equine services, and the same on Facebook, crops equine services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review, as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode.